Ulysses, we have a mailbag episode on yes. today's edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. People always love the mailbags. We love them too. You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano, host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked on Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. Subscriber count on our YouTube channel is 205, last I checked. It's nice. 205. We're getting there. We're getting there. 11 more. Yes, we have to get to Mike Zanino's 2021 batting average. We can do that, I think, before the weekend is over. Uh, people, it only takes like 10 seconds to subscribe. Just click that button right there. Yeah. And then after that, after we get to Mike Zanino's 216, my goal, our goal, is to get to the league average of batting average for 2021, was which was, I think, 231? Around, yeah, give or take. 232, I'll take 230, okay. but that Let's would be a nice, just kind of yeah. moving the goalposts yeah. a little, <laughs> little bit. Um, in addition to YouTube, also be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays, and you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. We'll try to do a couple more mailbag episodes as well. And uh, if you want an opportunity to be a guest co-host of the podcast, just go to buymeacoffee.com slash raise unfiltered. We've already had a couple people take advantage of that. All right, let's get to some mailbag questions let's because uh, spring training is not going to be starting on time, evidently. Yeah, no, not as of today anymore and uh, until March 5th, right? Yeah. So that's Well, they say that's the news. Earliest. It could be pushed back yeah. even further. We right. might be looking at uh, late March for all we know yeah. when it's all said and done. It'll be uh, summer training, <laughs> not uh, spring training, I guess. And it's crazy because this is seriously the perfect time of weather in Florida, and I assume Arizona as well. Wasting it away on Zoom meetings. Yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how these uh, negotiations go forward. I guess the players and the owners are going to be meeting uh, pretty frequently over these next couple of days and weeks. Daily, apparently. That's a change of I guess that's good. I mean, it's better than not meeting at all. I mean, they got to know that it's like, okay, we got to try to work through our hurdles here to get this thing done with. So we'll see. Uh, Okay, without further ado. Mailbag questions. We have a couple uh, that we'll run through, and uh, we'll go from there. This first one from uh, Damon Meckham, Meacham. I'm not sure about the last name, if you want to correct us on that. I think first time this uh, individual has emailed us. So, again, we yeah. we do welcome first-time emailers, first-time caller, for a uh, long-time <laughs> listener, you know, the, the whole deal is a – is a sports radio person, but uh, mailback question from Damon. He says, or she says, I don't know. Individual says, listener says, uh, everyone was saying that Wander Franco was a five tool player when he was coming up. Do you guys believe in the five tool player evaluation for prospects, or is it something that is better off left in the past? Best wishes. Mm. Well, hello, and thank you for, for writing us, first of all. Um, I'm all about compliments, uh, Kevin. So the fact that you know they're, they're writing to us, that's, that's a nice compliment. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, I, I, I would just 
instead of taking one or the other, I think it's best to just combine everything. Yeah. I don't think the five tool thing should be replaced necessarily. Uh, I think it should always be used also with the new stuff that comes out. You know, I think it's just very ingrained in baseball. Right. When you say something like, oh, that's a five tool player. If you know baseball, then you know what that means and how special that is right. and how maybe this is somebody that you could, you know, focus in on or, yeah. you know, like many times they'll just disappear sometimes. Too. And let me say this uh, for people that may not or need a refresher on the five tools that people talk about hitting, hitting for power, running, fielding, throwing. Those are the five tools. And that is for position players. Interestingly, yeah. there's not really a five tool comp for pitchers that I've found, or it's not talked about. Well, that'd be a as, nice, <laughs> that'd be a nice, uh, Kind of a, a segment, like yeah. What would be the five? Yeah, what would be the five tools for a pitcher? Because I'm sure you could find five skill sets that are needed for the yeah. guys that are on the mound. But I think that let me just step back here. I think the term five tool player probably gets thrown around a little bit too liberally yes. when a guy is not necessarily a five tool player. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on what your definition is of a five tool player. But I feel like, and the other thing too, is a prospect, a young prospect may have those five tools. And then as they get older, right. one or more of those tools could start to slip or slide. You get yeah. a little bit heavier. Right. Maybe the running tool goes away. You get yeah. a little bit heavier. Mm -hmm. Like I said, yeah. maybe the fielding tool goes yeah. away. So, you know, just because a guy was a five tool player at 20, 21 years old does not mean he's going to be a five tool player at 25 or 26 years old. No, and I think that's why you see those big, big contracts uh, maybe going, being a thing of, of the past. Because you can't just, you know, I love Miggy to death, but you can't, you can't pay Miggy Pujols and, and, and the like, maybe right. even Freddie Freeman. Yeah. You shouldn't pay these guys the big, big bucks after that age has begun to decrease because now you're paying for past production, not future production. Right. And that, that can get people in, into trouble. Yeah. And let me say this about five tools. I mean, I, I don't think we look, it takes some nuance. You can just kind of in a vacuum, look at, okay, th this guy has these, these five sk skill sets, but right. I mean, you also, there's you know, 10, 15 tools that you're looking for in a player. I mean, durability yeah. has to be a six tool. Uh, makeup, baseball instincts, Work desire ethic. for the game. That has to be a seventh tool. Like there's a lot of other things that need to be added besides just raw athleticism. Camaraderie. Yeah. How does he handle himself? In I think you could throw that all strangers. into a makeup yeah. tool, quote unquote. You need that. So you need that. No, I, but I do think it's very ingrained in, 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 in baseball lexicon. So I don't think it'll yeah. forever dissipate or, or go out of style, but I do think that we're going to see more. Yeah other stuff pop up that people might, you know. And also I, I, I feel like it's, it can be so vague. So uh five tool player fielding, fielding at first base or fielding at shorter center field. What are we talking about? Yeah. Maybe in context, you have to know what, yeah, what you kind of player, but I uh, mean, when I think, I think of more of an up the middle player when yeah. a five tool player yeah. term is discussed, by the way, who do you think on the raised roster most fits the five tool player? I think, presently uh, i mean wander is a pretty good one like the the email yeah. said uh although the power still i think needs some not saying development yeah. but he hasn't he's 20 he's getting there. yes yeah. yes i mean i think it will sh but i mean like right now you say this guy's a five tool player 
Oh man, that's that's tough. Uh, and those five tools are translating at the big league level. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, maybe I Randy would Randy be the closest would be, thing to that, yeah. honestly. Twenty twenty guy. And I know the the that, and I know the. Well, he's got an arm for sure. Yes. The fielding, it, there's question marks, but I mean, he yeah. was a finalist for the Gold Glove. I mean, I'm, yes. I'm not saying that this, again, 5 tool player, the like you're player, looking at Mookie Betts. Like if we're talking about a, that, a true 5 yes. tool player, yeah. like let's. Bryce Harper, Mike Trout. Yeah. The, those are the guys that, you know, have the, but because you right. have to, again, you have to be above average at all of these tools. Above yes. average. Then you are a 5 tool player. Because, I mean, Wander still defensively is probably average. Yeah. So I, Again, he has the in the minor leagues the ceiling to be a yes. five tool player. Yeah, let's let's put it like that. God, it's what fun is that to acronym? Talk about. Oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, it's fun to talk about. Great question, though. Yeah. Very great question, and that might have to be an episode or a topic at some point. What are the five tools for a pitcher? I like that. What do you look at? And I'm sure you know velocity, command. Uh, maybe not I mean, a lot of five seven pitchers out there. You might have to, you know, endurance, stamina, durability. Like that would legitimately. That's yeah. not included with the position players, but for pitchers, you know, if you're looking for a starter, yeah, that might be strong uh, legs part of it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, great question there from uh, Damon. All right, uh, let's uh, before we move on to our next uh, mailbag question, Ulysses. I think we need to uh, tell our listeners about something called Built Bar. We do. And you know why? Because Built Bars are low in calorie. They're high protein. You can replace your candy bars with Built Bars because they're just simply better. Let's talk about the macros here. Most candy bars have around 200 to 300 calories. Built Bars only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. It is delicious too because it's covered in 100% real chocolate, Kevin. So what you have to do today to get these delicious Built Bars is go to built.com. Com. At the bottom, you're going to use that promo code LOCKED15 that will get you 15% off your order. So today, go to built.com, use LOCKED15 for the promo code, and you will get 15% off at built.com. All right, next mailbag question. This one from Brian Stark, who you can find on Twitter, at RaysFan1031. He asks, what are the odds that MLB starts the season without MLBPA players and only players not on the 40-man? MLB has said that they are not going to delay spring training or miss games. Well, well anymore. <laughs> delaying spring training, yeah, we've already seen that. Uh, they also don't sound close to a deal. Are we getting ready for replacement teams? Question mark. And if so, I love our odds to fare much better than every other team in baseball. Thoughts on any slash all of this? Let me get at the second part of this question. I do think the race would fare better as they showed last year that they were the best ran organization. Yeah. The, every minor league team succeeded expectations. And I believe that all of the levels got to the finals and like three out of four won them. It was actually a historic feat that happened yes. in the minor league system. So then, yes, I agree with Brian. The race would fare very well. Now, yes. to tackle the first question, there is not a lot that I am confident during this lockout process. Yeah. I am 199% confident. 199% confident, Kevin. Maybe even 200% yeah. confident that we're not going to see replacement players at all. Zero. There is zero chance yeah. that that's going to happen. I agree. That is not going to happen. But I don't want to say I want to see it happen. But 
I would love to maybe like simulate what that would mean for the sport of baseball over the next five, 10, 15, 20 years. Like I've mentioned this before, like there would be say from now on the uh, MLB says, okay, we're, we're not, we're not negotiating with the union. We're done. We're done with you guys okay. on 40 man rosters. Forget it. You go, go somewhere else, go overseas, start your own league. We're going to go okay. with the guys that are currently in our minor league organization, or we're going to sign guys from overseas and use new draftees. Nobody on the 40 man roster. Yes. There would be that initial shock of, Oh, we don't see any more Mike Trout. We don't see any more Mookie Betts. We don't see any more Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer. We don't see any more Wander Franco, for example, Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, the, the list goes on and on. But inevitably, new stars would develop out of this new replacement player league. Curtis Mead would become a star, seemingly. Okay. Taj Bradley, you look at all the raised prospects, and the, their cream would rise to the top. Somebody would be a star in this quad a league or whatever you want to call this replacement player. Right, level. right, right. Somebody would become the net would become this league's version of Mike Trout. And so your question is if we could run this simulation, who would rise to the top? Yes, that's partially my question. Like but who has the guts like to end this 2022, if they were put in that situation to, Hey, I have it already. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be a lot of the, I think this year, if we're talking this year alone, it would be a guy like uh, Mikey Matuk, who's who's toiling in in yeah. AAA, or Greg Bird, or and not on the forty man. Yeah, yeah. If we're talking about the Rays organization, you know, it's probably a guy like a Dalton Kelly or yeah. something like that. And then maybe two years, three years from now, that's when you start to see Curtis Mead, Taj yeah. Bradley, and and all the guys that you know, Greg Jones, all the prospects that we've talked about that you know would make an impact. But my point is this that. I think that like these are still really great athletes, very, very, very talented baseball players. And at the end of the day, if we, you know, we, we just played with this non 40 man roster yeah. of guys that we look back, you know, we, we fast forward four or five years from now, again, new stars would develop. People wouldn't really notice the difference. I, I feel like, so what you're saying is the base- players are on the losing end of this. I think that if I think it'd be I, correct. I think MLB, like if they really wanted to be as cutthroat as cutthroat could be, they could be like a venture capitalist firm that buys up a newspaper yeah. and gets rid of the veteran experienced journalists, yeah. the news hound, the, yeah. the guys who uh, the guy or the gals who've won uh, Pulitzer prizes, hire uh, you know young young interns out of college, yeah. and they make more money. Yeah. Like they legitimately could make more money by putting a worse product on the field. I think if they, they came and said, here's, here's the new terms, uh, max salaries, a million dollars, minimum salary is a hundred thousand. Take whoever wants to sign up can sign up. I That's think what that we're would doing. just kill the sport though. Ultimately it will like people were not going to be like, but, no, I just, I'll just play basketball or football, whatever. Possibly, possibly. But I would also say this. Well, again, the guys that are already, yeah, not on the 40 man roster. They're going to sign up. They're not going to do they're, right. What is, what's what their alternative? Yeah. You know, take a, take a job for $50,000 somewhere. Yeah. Not playing baseball. So they're, they're taking that baseball gig. Yeah. Um, I, I had another point here, but 
I, I kind of lost my train of thought, but you get you get kind of where I'm going yeah, with this. That they have ultimately the most leverage. Of course they yeah. do. They're the billionaires. They've they they have oh, them by the you know yeah, what. That, here's what I was going to say. That as much as we as fans complain about Stu Sternberg and the owners and uh, these guys are rich, blah 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 blah. Um, there's also a large contingent of people out there, baseball fans, non-baseball fans, whatever it may be, that say pro athletes make way too much money as it is. Yeah. So there wouldn't be a lot of sad tears. Well, no, I mean, maybe. Yeah, but I I, I I think you'd find the the crazy people on Twitter that would be complaining, (laughs) but I think average Joe Schmo, that's got uh, three kids that wants to take him to a ball game. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, but I don't care. I want to focus on another thing about your hypothetical is what about the owners that are in that room and say, look, man, it's fine. Let's just, let's, I'm okay with doing 80% of players to go in arbitration after their second year. Like, I'm completely okay with that. That has to exist too, right? Kevin, like these all 30 billionaire owners are not just a cheap cartoonish image of, you know, of a villain, right? Yeah. Like they, some of these 30, one of these I, has to be like, Hey dude, why? It's fine. I'll sign it. Yeah. Right. They can't all be saying no. Right. Mm, no, well, well, I don't think so. But I guess they, as of right now, they don't have enough that are saying yes. Right. So the ma- vast majority are cartoonish villainous with the cigar saying no way. And there's I... like a handful that say yes. Like how many is that right now on February 18th? When the first week of spring training has been canceled, how many of these owners are saying, look, let's, let's move okay. it along. Uh, name a likable MLB owner. Can you name one? Like I, yeah. Jeff Vinnick, he's in hockey, right? That's like one of the few that I can name. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like okay. people hate the Glazers and the Bucks won a Super Bowl. Right. People hate Stu Sternberg, one of the winningest, most successful, innovative sports franchises of all time. Yeah. I, I, off the top of my head, all I can think of are owners that people don't like baseball owners that people yeah. don't like Artie Moreno. And he spends a ton of and money. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, like, it is tough. It's tough. Uh, it is tough. So that's why I'm saying, Hey, if they really want to, yeah, you, a lot of these guys were, uh, you know, if they're cartoonish villainous, Venture capitalists again. Yeah, they would say this. Got exactly the newspaper, that. hire the interns, and yeah. make put a crap product out there. We're still gonna get our you're, money. You're gonna make the margin. We're gonna make more money now. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you you won't. I mean, more money, but it would be less hassle for sure. You won't make more money, but your profits will be greater. There you go. I put it like that. There you go. That's, I think, that's actually the right lexicon. Yes. yes, I think that's the the way to put it. Wow, that is uh, that was a fun question. <laughs> fun. Hey, Brian Stark, you hit it out of the park. Hey, maybe you should sign up if they they go with replacement uh, players. Maybe you know, go with the Scab League. There maybe. you go. That's a. I think that's a fun name for it too. Scab League. Scab League. Scab League. It has a ring to it. Yeah. Uh, okay, football may be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline, it remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. 
BetOnline.net is also your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and learn about the more trends in action. Uh, BetOnline, it is where the game starts. All right, uh, Ulysses, final mailbag question of the day. This one from John on Twitter. His at is obviously a burner. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> mail, maybe it's Kevin Durant. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Mailbag question. If the city of St. Pete offered Stu a 100% paid stadium at Al Lang or the airport or wherever else in St. Pete, do the Rays move there instead of the Trop? I'm not from the Tampa area, so not really sure of the area. This isn't Kevin Durant. This is Stu Sternberg. Yeah, Stu Sternberg's burner. <laughs> if they give if they give Stu a whole stadium for free, no. Uh, thanks for writing to us. I'm just joshing. Um, I don't think the the, the Rays are going to play anywhere but Tropicana Field until 2027. Like that is right. That I just. There's not enough time to to build something. Like, and there's just not enough time. Yeah, I think the question goes back to what uh, they do after 2027. Yeah, like in basically, St. Pete promises the rate that hey, once the the Trop lease ends, we have a brand new stadium for you that we are funding a hundred percent. Will you take that? over a stadium in Tampa where you're only maybe getting a quarter of what it costs from the city slash county slash state. I think this can go back to Stu's press conference uh-huh. in January. And he said one of our biggest uh, things we were looking for that we're not looking for now is the best location possible. That would be great, but that's not like our number one. You know, he said that he said that words more words less. We'll have to find the quote. Right. So like the location was very important. So that tells me it's the best deal possible. Yeah. If St. Pete with the redevelopment of the Trop side and all of the money that, that can yes. get there and they're like offering basically just this beautiful thing. Hey, here you go. You only have to pay zero, two percent, whatever the, that small amount mm-hmm. instead of getting the best location possible, which is Tampa. I think that's a very real thing, yes. I agree. And let me just say this. There is no chance, no chance in hell that the city of St. Pete is going to front 100%, let alone like 30% for a new stadium. Uh, If that happens, I mean, get your... Where's the money coming from? Well, that, and there's going to be riots in the streets. Like It it would be insane (laughs) if that happens but uh yeah if if there is a city that offers a an 800 900 billion dollar stadium and pays for it all and you're just from there just soaking in the profits you could put the stadium in cuba i mean (laughs) like seriously yeah no i i i I, again they're going for the best deal i don't think they're going for the best uh, resell value, like, oh, well, if we put it in Ebor, we might right. not get it, you know. Because but let's be honest. Stu, he's selling that. Yeah, Stu is, I mean, I don't know how old Stu is, but it's not like he is looking at that. He's not owning the team for another 30 years, I don't think. I think no. he's looking to get a new stadium and then maybe stay in for a couple of years, then And then bolts. Out. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you do yeah. to maximize your profit, like, which is what I think, yeah. you know, he's shown 
to do very well. Right. So I think he's going for the best deal, whichever one it is. If it's in Pinellas or Hillsborough, he'll listen. If it were up to the fans, we I think the vast majority of people yeah. would say, hey, Hillsborough, hello. Yeah. But again, we don't get that money. Yeah. Stews, that's Stews to get. Now, let me also say this. The best deal may not necessarily be how much of the stadium is paid for. I think if we're looking... no. I think that's part of it for sure, but it's also about what kind of infrastructure do you have? What kind of, I think there's a lot of other factors as far as tax breaks going forward right. and what, uh, what the city and or the county and or the state would also provide going forward. Uh, I don't think it's just about how much of the ballpark we're going to front. I think Agreed. there's other things that... Yes would be taken into account the the lease the the parking the uh, that's a big how, one how, how how much are you going to sweeten the pot how many things are, are you going to get me a battery like the restructuring the restructuring of the trop development and the like 86 acres of land or whatever it is yes that's huge right if you if you also create that on top of that you know the, the deal of maybe paying yeah. for 100 200 million dollars when instead of hillsborough you don't you yeah. don't have to pay 400 yeah that that would help and also like the, the fewer hoops that uh, the the ownership in the front office has to go through to build this thing. Like, yeah, you can put a dollar figure, but how how many permits, how much red tape are we going to have to go through? How much yeah. stress are we going to have to go through to build this thing? So it's not just about, yeah. oh, uh, you know, uh, Hillsborough or Tampa, the city of Tampa is willing to pay 25%. Uh, city of St. Petersburg is uh, willing to pay 24%. So we're going to go Tampa. I, I That's part of it for that's sure, but I it. think there's other things as well. Sure. Um, so that's something to consider, but yeah. uh, let alone uh, neither city is paying 100 percent of the darn thing. In fact, what would you say is the benchmark, the highest amount that one of these municipalities will go for the stadium? Is it probably 50 percent, 50 percent? I could see that. I think that's the highest. And I think that's the highest that the normal Joe Schmo fan yeah. would be OK with. Like yeah. it's, that's, I think that's the most. Yeah. But honestly, that might even be too much for, for the normal fan. Cause like, you know, why are we paying for this? Right. I think there's, look, I'm just saying this. I think the Rays not too long ago hired a lobbying firm or some lobbyists to literally lobby on their behalf with the state. I think the state capital, and there's already, something in the budget for trying to fund a new training complex right. in Pasco County. So something tells me that whether it's infrastructure improvements or money for a new stadium, you, you, you or just it money up around as, it. Like they yeah, know yeah. that with Ebor, they can get so much more money than maybe at a beautiful, you I know, lake so, front, yeah. you know, so if they're, it's going to happen, it's going to be, Ebor City. I'm just telling you right now, it's going in that area. I, I would, I, I would put green skittles yes. on that. We get a uh, full time stadium in Hillsborough Very County. I, I swear, Bet Online better put up some prop bet. That'd be nice within the next year or two. Yeah. About where's the next uh, race stadium? It's a long con bet. I can tell you, it's not going to be Orlando. No. Mike Bianchi, stop it! It's enough already. Please don't. Great tweet, by the way. Yeah, no, no more of that. Uh, all right, thank you for those mailbag questions. Yes. Again, we, uh, you know, we've gotten a lot more before, and um, we just we're, we're kind of taking our time with the mailbags. It's a lockout, yeah. so uh, we will again. We welcome your questions, comments, etc., and we'll, we'll uh, 
maybe try to do a mailbag once a week, once every couple of weeks. That'd be nice. So Get the refreshers. Yeah. yeah. Send in those questions. Again, Rays, baseball, other sports, life, living in the Tampa Bay area, whatever it may be. We will philosophy. answer those. Philosophy. Why yes. not? Yeah. Uh, philosophy. I don't know about that. But <laughs> my life philosophy, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. philosophy class. No, no say. Socrates, you know. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Every philosophy professor has been whacked out of their gourd. I can yeah. speak to that person. Didn't we? So. Uh, didn't we have a philosophy class in college together? I don't know if we had it together, but I did have a philosophy class, and the professor at US. I mean, he was just at, yeah. in another world. I, yeah, no, he was, he was living in another spectrum. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. insane. Okay. Uh, so anyway, locked on philosophy. That's going to be a podcast. <laughs> we should go. make it happen. All right. Uh, thank you for making the locked on rays podcast your first listen every day now make your second listen the locked on bets podcast that is also free and available on all platforms hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you next week